0: Welcome to the Boat Show CG Hub, JD and Joe here with you and today's show is gonna be a little different. Obviously, we usually talk about sports and everything going on in the world and having a good time and boys over analyzing things, but we appreciate these moments uh that you're joining us and taking a listen. And uh one thing that I've kind of learned through the the processes of everything that's going on in this country and this world right now is that I think this is a time to listen more than speak. So uh today's show is gonna be different. Uh we're gonna let JD drive uh, the show to a certain extent as far as just letting us know uh, how he feels and his experiences and uh, it's time for us to listen. And that's that's really what I'm taking from this and I'm hoping that uh, you the listeners take that as well. And uh, with everything that we don't need to explain that is going on in the country, uh, I think it's very clear as far as the, the situation Uh, in all 50 states um, that we need to change. So in order to get that change, I feel like we need to listen. So, J.D., I'm going to turn it over to you um, to just go ahead and and talk and speak your mind. And uh, it's the boat show.
1: Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Well, first, I appreciate everyone taking a moment to hear this, uh, hear my perspective personally, just because this obviously is very close to me. It's been about, what, two weeks now since uh, George Floyd was was killed. And uh, people would describe it one way or another. You know, I, I think personally, I call it a murder. And I would say that over the last two weeks, I think the, the greatest thing that I've uh, felt personally has been really just kind of another knock on self-worth. I think that's really been the biggest thing. And I think a lot of people are tired. Black folks are tired and me being half black and half Latino, I, you know, have been raised um, in two cultures, but most people identify me as a black man because, you know, very few people can tell that, that I'm mixed when they first keep, you know, take a look at me. But, you know, it's, it's been a, a rough couple of weeks. It's been a rough year and i think this on top of all the things that have been going on in the world just really just i think was the straw that broke broke the camel's back for for black black folks in general and same for me and i think i was i feel stupid i really feel stupid because i thought that racism was going to end with my generation in so many ways and and a buddy of ours said this in in a group a chat group that we all have you know, we've, I figured like, you know, racists were going to kind of die off, just to say it bluntly, and, and we'd move forward and it'd be all good. But things, things have definitely gotten better. Say that we still got a long way to go, a long way to go. And I feel like it's an obligation, a duty for me to be more proactive in my life because I feel like I've been trying to be safe, uh, being a business professional, trying to line to make sure that I'm not, I'm not too progressive or I'm not too, um, uh, what's the word to use? Uh, controversial when I'm posting publicly to make sure that I'm kind of protecting my business or my brand, so to speak. But uh, I feel like that's not as important as it used to be anymore. And so I'm I'm going to be a lot more proactive about it, and I'm going to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to make sure that uh, that there is a lot more um, awareness about what's going on. Um, if, if, and if I feel uncomfortable in certain scenarios, uh, I'm going to be more proactive about expressing myself and how uncomfortable I may feel in those circumstances, because I think a lot of people are, you know, it's, it's more kind of like those random moments day to day that don't get acknowledged, um, that, uh, I think just kind of weigh on us, uh, as, as black people. And I, I, I want to say also that, um. You know, I have extreme, extreme, extreme respect and appreciation for law enforcement. And I know that the overwhelming majority of law enforcement is is protecting the entire community, Black people included. And I know a lot of uh, my friends or people that I grew up with, that I played sports with, have gone on to be police officers and and other and, and in other departments of law, uh, of law enforcement or public service. And I love them and trust them and, and believe that they are very much looking out for us as a community. And unfortunately, there are these moments like that moment with George Floyd, where things go way beyond trying to make the arrest or protect and serve, so to speak. And it winds up that someone loses their life and then that sparks anger, and it it, it it sparks rage, and um, those are the things that we're seeing right now. And the fact that it's been just countrywide, I think, is pretty pretty intense for a lot of us to see. Uh, it's not something that I expected to happen, to be honest with you. When when George Floyd's, um, uh, you know, the news about George Floyd actually came out, I thought it was just going to be another one of those. Well, here we go again, kind of moments. And then people just got hit the streets, and and I've just been very overwhelmed by it. Um, in fact, people have called me or, or or reached out to me through my wife asking how I'm doing. It's just it's like this very, very just kind of sur- surreal experience. Um, but uh, just to kind of wrap it up, I, I feel that, uh, you know, I'm grateful that there's a lot of people out there in the streets. Uh, I, I think I, I really hope that this is something that can be more long term. I think, you know, I'm, I'm concerned that it's going to kind of die off and we'll go back to normal. I just hope that there's a lot of people that are um, going to take this to heart and really pushed us forward and try to make it last, last forever. So that, those are my thoughts.
0: And JD, we fully support you and, and, and your family and, and we're behind you. And I know I'm behind you. I've known you for well over 25 years now. So, uh, you know, and when we first met, it wasn't about (laughs) color of the skin. It was just about, you know, what are we going to do and hang out and play some sports? Uh, hub and Joe, I'm I'm going to leave it open to you. I'll go to you hub first. If you'd like to, to kind of add anything or kind of expand on what JD said and kind of your experiences or, or, or what you would like to share.
2: Uh, yeah, excuse me. I'd like to apologize beforehand because I'm super emotional and, uh, And there's a good chance that's going to come out right now. So if I start blabbering, um, uh, I hope you guys accept my apology for being unclear. (laughs) Um, I think the thing I was thinking about earlier today is kind of what can my role as a, as a white man and, and a father of white children and husband of a white wife. Um, what, what can my role be in this. And I, and I think, uh, I think the thing that's kind of weighing on me is, um, that too many times I have taken the path of least resistance. And and what I mean by that is uh, maybe a coworker or a acquaintance or a friend of a friend or something who looks just like me, uh, a lot of times they'll feel like maybe because I look like them that I think uh, that they the way they do and have the same beliefs as they do, and they will make some off-color remark, a joke, a um, uh, a gesture, or anything uh, racially motivated. And and the easiest thing to do is is to ignore it and don't even acknowledge that they exist, and move on. Um, and um, clearly, that's not. Uh, that's where i have failed in not speaking up um now this doesn't happen on a regular basis but it has happened before and i'm sure it will happen again and the thing that i have to do is is make those people uncomfortable i have to speak up i have to say something uh in my disagreement and denounce the things that they're saying and and that that's where i have to be better um as in the position that I'm in along with voting and and those things. And moreover teaching my children that um, the world is an, is a different place for everybody. And it is our job to accept everyone with open arms, race, color, creed, religion, and make sure that people feel loved around us and not judged. And, and, and I am not perfect. My children are not perfect. My family's not perfect. We are going to make mistakes. And, and I think that's part of the learning process, but it, I do feel like it is my duty um, to do those things and, and maybe just maybe um, find a chink in the armor of racism and, and, and just chip away a little bit at a little bit. Cause if I do that and then somebody else does that and somebody else does that just maybe, just maybe small differences will start to be made and, and, and we'll have a fighting chance here. Um, but I, I wanted to say to JD, um, I love you and I hear you. And, and most importantly, I see you. Uh, for who you are, and and thank you. Uh, just thank you.
0: Joe, I'm going to go to you if you want to add anything here.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, I've known guys in this group for, I don't know, 15, 16 years now. Um, uh, I don't know what it's like to judge somebody by <laughs> – the color of their skin. So it's kind of weird Uh, for me. I don't teach my children that uh, I don't go into situations like that. I just see these guys as first name or last name basis, or, um, you know, if they're funny, if they're not, if, you know, um, it's hard for me to um, put it in perspective because I don't look at things that way. I just see people for, if i like them or not and it never has anything to do with you know um color race creed all that stuff so i'm going to have to teach my kids um to do the same uh but the one thing that's frustrating to me is uh um watching the the talk it's a lot of talk right now um and i'm not talking about this group or this chat uh if people really want it to change, there's gotta be more action, uh, more things that people can do. And it starts at home. Um, you need to teach your kids, uh, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, um, about how this is uh, kind of splitting our country in half. And um, I'm a fan of the first amendment. I think that people should voice their opinions. Um, but unfortunately a lot of the stuff is political and it's unfortunate for people like JD who actually uh, go through things that I will never experience. um, That they have to go through that and that people say they're going to do it things and fix things, but they're just trying to get a vote or something like that. So, um, I'm a fan of the grassroots. Uh, it starts at the house starts, you know, if, if we want to end this stuff and you want to end racism, um, like hub said, you know, maybe speaking up when, when you wouldn't have, um, before or walking away and not causing a problem. Uh, and I'm not saying go out there and find the first person you see that is saying something and fight them or physically, you know, assault them or whatever, but you know, um, Maybe that's one one way, one option. Um, I'm going to teach my kids, uh, and actually, I'm not going to teach my kids. I'm going to show my kids through my actions, and and uh, you know, again, I just I hope it doesn't turn into uh, so politically driven that it's going to divide the country even more than we're divided now. Um, it, it's easy for me to reach out to to my friends of color and and say you know hey man I support you which I do but I have no idea what they're going through and and you I I won't experience that um yeah so it's hard to sit here and uh I don't know man it's hard to I, I can't I don't even know what they're feeling how they're feeling you know JD can tell us and and Earl can tell us and and all the other people that we know can tell us how they feel and and Davion, but it's, it doesn't do it justice. And that's unfortunate for them because, uh, you know, you guys can hear the, the confliction in Hub's voice and and it's genuine because again, this group doesn't judge people by, by the color of their skin, what they look like. Uh, we may make fun of you, but that's on another level and that's just who we are. And that's what makes us, uh, this group special. Um, you know, I, I would often joke in the chat that this is the United Nations of chats because we have people from, you know, different race, you know, creed, religion, color, it, and it's great. And but not one time have I ever thought of it as, uh, Hey, this is James, my half, you know, half black, half Latino friend. And this is Earl, my black friend. And this is, De- I don't, it doesn't, <laughs> these are just friends. They're either friends or they're not friends. And I think that's the big issue now is the labeling. Um, I don't want to take up too much of anybody's time, but again, I'm just going to shoot it that it's got to be, it's got to be cut at the grassroots level. It's got to happen at the house. It's got to happen with the parents. It's got to happen uh, with people like me and hub. Um, If we can, if we can show our kids uh, through actions, not through words, uh, how to act and how to be an adult responsible. um, Hopefully that will, You know, like J.D. said, hopefully, honestly, the racism will die off. That's all I got.
0: There's going to be a time and place to go back to fun conversations with friends and and sports and getting back to work and getting back to the daily grind. Uh, And those those moments are right in front of us that are on the horizon in the near future. Uh, But on the boat show and what we wanted to make sure that we did is that we took the time to acknowledge that there are things happening in this country that. Uh, we don't agree with and there are things that need to improve and things that need to change Uh, and we follow your lead JD on on trying to figure out how to make that change and I think we change it with our own personal lives and um, like I say we I've taken more of a a stand to listen more than speak I think that's the biggest thing for me is that you have to you have to listen and understand what people are saying because I don't think I fully understood Kapaner taking a knee at that time, uh, you know, and I think a lot of people didn't fully understand it. And now is the time to understand it. Uh, now is the time to really understand what Black Lives Matter means. And uh, here on the Boat Show, we just wanted to take these few moments in this time away to understand that and to listen to it. And with that, uh, before I sign off and end this, this episode, and it's a brief one and we'll get back to all the fun topics and whatnot, but this isn't, this isn't the time right now. J.D., I want to let you close the show with uh, a message to uh, the folks that are listening, a message to us, um, maybe it's how we, you know, I don't want to steer you in any way, you know, but I know that we're just here to to support you and be there for you and uh, to, to understand this better on how we can improve.
1: Sure. Well, I just got an email from Target that says that they stand with me too, just like a bunch of other corporations. <laughs> Check it out, man. You know, we appreciate, we appreciate, and by we, I mean, the black community appreciates that There's just so many people out there that are are pouring, you know, a lot of support and love uh, in our cup. And and like like you guys mentioned, you know, I've been very blessed and fortunate to be in a be raised in a community that has, you know, hasn't really reflected a lot of what we're seeing right now. And I know that I'm very blessed because I have not experienced an overwhelming amount of racism in my own life. But even still, in my life, I've seen it. I have experienced it, whether it's direct or indirect. You know, I have been called the N word to my face on my um, in my own campus in my own high school, which is kind of crazy to think about. And um, it's uh, it's strange. It's a strange. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's it's strange that, uh, that that's all it, you know? You know, if I was white, you know, it's not an option for somebody. It's that easy, you know, that one word. And it's crazy that it has that much power over people. And here I am crying about it, like 20 years later. It's just crazy and i think the reason i'm crying about it is because um i really hope that my kids and this is really what it's about i really hope that my kids don't have to deal with this kind of stuff that's the stuff that makes me emotional if it happens to me fine i can live with it you know i'll tell people to piss off and or fuck off to be honest with you and then i can i can live you know but i just i just don't want my kids to have to experience those types of things so I guess in in conclusion, I'm basically trying to say thank you to everybody that uh, is pushing to eliminate this hatred, this disgusting feeling that I'm feeling right now. Uh, and I just want everyone to know that, um, that uh, I love the support. Um, the black community loves the support. Um, and we know that there's more that needs to be done. And we're going to continue working for that to improve and so that we can all grow as a country. So, one love, man. One love.